I V M. Hello one, hello all. Welcome to the Diary of the Traveling Professor. And I'm Siddharth Deshmukh, a friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. And guess what? I'm still in London. Yeah, it's a really interesting thing that happened to me or rather not really interesting because my flight got cancelled, my Vistara flight got cancelled. So I've had to take a new flight on, which is Air India. So I'll be traveling a couple of days later. So guess what? I'm still doing my podcast from ye old London, where it is still ye old gloomy and rainy. Interesting, isn't it? The bad part about this entire transition, um, my dear folks, was the fact that I had to take a COVID test twice because there's a 72-hour rule, which I had to do because of my earlier flight. And then I had to take the COVID test again, hopefully negative again, because I got my first result, which was negative, but useless because it's more than 72 hours for the flight that got canceled. I hope you got that. It's been one of those one of those kind of weeks and a very interesting uh, week besides my kind of predicament was the one that happened across a certain Reddit community. Yeah, you heard me right. This diary entry, this uh, post of mine is all about how a certain Reddit community actually held hedge funds to ransom in a way. Well, I've been doing a little bit of reading on what really, really, really happened with GameStop. GameStop was a particularly run-of-the-mill company almost nearing bankruptcy, wherein there was some activity by, you know, rich hedge fund managers who were trying to short sell a bit of that stock, you know, the kind of sneaky things that uh, rich investors do in order to gain an additional bit of extra wealth at the cost of poor uh, uneducated investors, but they kind of did not anticipate the power of the internet and the day traders on a certain Reddit community decided to take matters in their own hands and decided to kind of counter this move by buying up as much as stock of this particular company as possible. Wow, that was a bold move. And it really created a lot of ripples across a lot of places. I mean, hedge funds were reportedly almost shutting down because of the exposure that this particular, you know, uh, counter punch that came from this Reddit community. And it was really interesting to observe how, you know, TikTok over here in the UK, but all of social media kind of took took on the might of these uh, hedge fund managers and kind of stood behind the Reddit community and uh, and all the stuff that it was doing. I really think that this community was in it for the altruistic reasons. Maybe, maybe they were a little bored. Maybe they were a little bored and they had time on their hands. But they, the kind of concerted action that we saw, to be honest, from this community is not something that we would have seen uh, before the days of the internet. I mean, these hedge fund managers and these uh, rich uh, investors all have a certain clique and a club and we all know that and they kind of are able to manage the stock market for a bit is what a lot of people say uh, just by controlling the movement of uh, the way in which they invest and sell certain stocks, right? The fact is, now we have interest-based communities on the internet who can counterpunch this. Interestingly enough, Robinhood, that app that allows you to uh, kind of, uh, you know, sell and, and invest in stocks without actually paying a brokerage fee, suddenly stopped dealing with this particular uh, stock uh, in question. And 
basically came under a huge amount of fire from the overall community, which happens to just be roasting each and every sort of wrongdoer, right? So on Twitter, people were saying that they're going to kind of ban or put Robinhood, the app, on fire and so on and so forth. In fact, some of them kind of questioned whether... You know, Robinhood is the right name for that app because they seem to be stealing from the poor and giving to the rich, unlike the the superhero, uh, the folk folk hero rather, not superhero, the folk hero who was, um, you know, doing things the other way around in uh, Nottingham Forest, um, the the real original Robinhood. It actually told me a couple of things, and those were the things that I wanted to share with you. One is that interest-based communities are going to be able to form flash mobs like this and look at kind of counter-punching the establishment. We are going to see that, especially post-pandemic, when people have more time and are able to change past behaviors, uh, which were predictable, uh, even though it was the internet, it was predictable, suddenly becomes unpredictable because, you know, value systems have changed. People have suddenly started connecting with each other in different and new and wonderful ways. We did see a little bit of that a few years back in Arab Spring and maybe Occupy Wall Street. I don't know whether this is just another version 2.0 of Occupy Wall Street, but done by somebody else, just done by day traders themselves. But we are going to see some weird counter punches emerge in times to come. So that's observation number one. Observation number two is around Robin Hood. I think naming your brand after a cool name is all good, but it could come to bite your ass. It could come to roast you like hell if, you know, you do not live up to it. And Robin Hood, when they kind of stopped the, uh, you know, uh, stock sale, kind of brought a class action suit upon itself. Uh, which is interesting. And then they suddenly opened it up again. So they got forced in by the social media community to kind of live up to their name maybe, or at least not sully the name that they were trying to stand for. So that was observation number two. Observation number three is the change of behavior that we are seeing in you know communities. What we are seeing is normal communities that exist, which means people following influencers is one kind of community. Then you have your communities on Facebook or on LinkedIn, maybe a little bit, or and the rest of it. But then there are these interest-based communities that may be on Quora or Reddit or, you know, maybe even on Twitter and the rest of it who form uh, alliances, holy alliances, I would say, uh, in the name of interest and causes. And I think that we are going to see more and more of that in times to come. And we're going to see a lot of different behavior on social media. We might see some of these niche players like Pinterest or Twitter, even I would call it like not as big, obviously, as Facebook certainly, and uh, Reddit and Quora coming to the fore, creating some new instances of changed behavior uh, that might be surprising to a lot of people who uh, were anticipating smooth sailing, even uh, post-pandemic, you know, just exactly how they were seeing it pre-pandemic. Well, not anymore, guys. We have instances of many movements and trends started right here on the good old internet. And I see this going on steroids with something like this. Well, I hope you like this diary entry of mine. Many more to come from. Hopefully, my flight does take off and I land in quarantine. So the next uh, diary entry of mine uh, after uh, another one from London would be uh, from quarantine in Mumbai, uh, where I, I will regale you with, you know, stuff of uh, what quarantine stories should be like. On that happy note, do take check out The Traveling Professor Investigates, a bit of a hiatus this week because I am traveling, but we'll be back soon. 
and uh, follow me on Instagram or on LinkedIn. I'm the traveling professor. And if you like podcasts like these, just go to ibmpodcast.com or download the app or just go to where your favorite IBM podcast will be hosted. And on that happy note then, see you on Thursday.